On this Erev Pesach, on this Erev Yom Tov, it is uh, really with great pleasure uh, that we welcome to these airwaves, to JM and the AM, the uh, Israeli ambassador to the United Nations, our wonderful friend, the Honorable Danny Danone, who is with us on this Erev Chag. Mr. Ambassador, welcome back to JM and the AM. Shalom Nachum. Good morning. Chag Sameach. Chag Sameach. I always ask you each year, where will you be tonight? Where you? Where will you be for Seder Tafshin Ayin Chet? Tonight I will be in uh, New York City with my in-laws who came uh, from Israel. And uh, we're going to celebrate. And my, my kids are excited to be with the grandparents. You know, we appreciate it now when uh, they're coming to visit us. And uh, we are grateful for the beautiful holiday we're going to celebrate together. Well, we look forward, all of us look forward to a wonderful Chag, and we certainly wish you a wonderful Chag. You know, I'm curious with the news over the last uh, week or so, when a, when a terrorist attack occurs uh, in France, and, um, and what happened last Friday uh, uh, becomes known to the world, the, uh, the terrorist uh, making sure to declare what it seems the Islamic terrorists always declare, when going to uh, murder innocent people. And then on top of that, we hear the story of the Holocaust survivor, an 85-year-old woman, and the way she was brutally murdered in Paris. Do do your colleagues from France and maybe even other European countries uh, 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 seek you out, seek you out for either a discussion on the issue, to express their sympathies? Does it become an issue the way it became an issue in the worldwide press? Uh, unfortunately not. Unfortunately not. And uh, I think today we face anti-Semitism everywhere, even inside the UN. And uh, it is unfortunate. And that is why right after the hug, I'm going to take a group of ambassadors with me to Auschwitz, to Poland. Wow. And then we're going to go to Israel for Israel's independence. But I think it's important that they will see what happened, uh, and then they will understand why it is dangerous to ignore the reality today why it's dangerous to ignore the incitement that we see today in Europe. And I think when you look at the same places, Poland, France, same places that the Holocaust took place, and you see those pictures, we understand that we cannot be silent and we cannot sit idly by when we see it happen. How many countries do you think will be represented on that trip? Well, we're working on that, but uh, we have a large group, you know, dozens of ambassadors uh, will join us. Some of them will come directly to Israel, some will go through. For me, I, I found out that the best way to explain Israel is to bring ambassadors to Israel. I can sit with them for hours, I can show them maps, intelligence materials, but when they come to Israel, when they actually get to see the terror tunnels in the south, when they see Hezbollah on the border uh, up north, they understand what we are challenging and what we are fighting. Oh, no question about it. The Honorable Danny Danone with us, Israeli ambassador to the UN. As we sit down to the Seder tonight, there are some Jews, unfortunately there are some who don't, but there are some Jews who comprehend and understand that tonight is a national holiday, that tonight is a holiday of nationhood, that tonight is a holiday where we have to appreciate what we have on the national scale. And we know that Israel's 70 is right around the corner. You know that we are anticipating the 70th with tremendous anticipation. It's 19 days from now. We've been counting down for months. Uh, Do you think there'll be Recognition in the United Nations and celebrations in the New York area commemorating the 70th anniversary of the State of Israel. We will make sure that uh, it will happen. You know, two days ago I hosted a seder inside the UN home, and we sat with 60 ambassadors. And I focused when I spoke about freedom, 
about our independence and the exact freedom that our ancestors seek when they left Egypt. That's what we are celebrating today, 70 years of independence. Uh, I'm sure that the strong, great Jewish community will celebrate here. Uh, we're going to have uh, the march coming in June 3rd. I know many of my friends from the government will come to celebrate here in New York. So we are looking forward for this uh, independent celebration that will take place in, in Jerusalem, in New York. And we need to know that, you know, in May, the American will uh, open their embassy in Jerusalem. And that will be another reason to celebrate. Uh, that is going to be an amazing reason to celebrate. The, the, these couple of months can be really significant in terms of reminding the world how special and how amazing the state of Israel uh, is. You know, I, I, I love asking you this question almost every time you're on because it seems to just get uh, uh, more and more, um, uh, it, it just seems to grow this whole concept each and every time we speak. And that is that there are so many countries now realizing that if they don't start a close association with Israel, they're going to be left at the station, so to speak, after the train has left. And I refer to uh, those countries that have water problems, those countries that are trying to advance technologically, those countries that are trying to invest in investable companies. It seems the ones who get it are the ones who are forming friendly relationships with Israel. We even see, as you can attest to, Middle Eastern countries that are coming around on this issue. I love asking you and getting an update if you feel that in the United Nations, despite the hatred, despite all the resolutions, and despite the anti-Semitism that you just spoke of in your building, do you feel what I just described? Absolutely not. I hosted a conference about water technology. Many ambassadors showed up. Some of them sneaked in quietly because they wanted to see <laughs> what we are doing there. And they were shocked. They were amazed. And by the way, somebody from South Africa came, and I told him, because in Cape Town, you didn't want to work with an Israeli company and, right. and share our, to work with our technology. Now you face a huge water crisis in Cape Town, South Africa. And we see other African countries understand that, working with Israel, and especially in Africa, we see today that uh, Africa is coming back to Israel, and Israel is coming back to Africa. And it's a great opportunity for both of us. Pretty amazing. Have you called uh, Nikki Haley yet to wish her a happy holiday? I uh, wish her a happy holiday, and I thank her for, for the great support. You know, we work together, and we are grateful for, for her new spirit. And, you know, it's, we, we have the support of the U.S., but when people speak about it publicly, it is very important because uh, for us in the U.N., uh, so many people speak against us, and to have a real friend uh, standing with us, it's something we are grateful for. Oh, it's so amazing. And now you have somebody who, somebody else who used to work in your building who is part of the Washington administration, uh, Ambassador John Bolton. I'm sure you're happy with his uh, insertion into the, into the uh, United States government. John Bolton is a friend of Israel. He's very knowledgeable. You know, I read all the articles about people write about him, and it reminds me what they wrote about me when I took office here a few years ago. So I think we should uh, let him prove himself and do the work. And I'm sure that those people who write uh, bad things about him in a few years will acknowledge that they made a mistake. Uh, you remember the old days, your very first couple of weeks at the U.N., huh? <laughs> uh, indeed, indeed. But you know, when you believe and you have conviction, you know that you need to do what's good for Israel. Ignore the noises. And uh, we are very grateful and proud of what we are achieving here at the U.N. Well, Ambassador Danone, I can tell you, and you don't need me to tell you this, but I'll say it anyway so our audience hears it. Even the greatest naysayers agree that you have made the most 
of your position at the United Nations, and I'm sure you were very proud of that. Indeed, indeed, and I want to thank the great Jewish community here in New York area that gives me the support. You know, it's, you live in a great community, but you, when you walk to your office, when you walk to the UN, it's a, it's a different planet. It's a hostile playground. But I'm grateful for the great support of the Jewish community, supporting me and my family, and uh, we, we all do it together. Well, I take this opportunity to wish you a Chag Kasher Vesameach. I, so, I hope somebody has already dropped off some unique hand matzot for you, I hope. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> we have too many of those, and we're going to enjoy them during the Chag. <laughs> That's wonderful. Tadarabah, Chag Kasher Vesameach. Chag Kasher to you and to everybody. Chag Sameach. You heard what the ambassador said? Chag Sameach V'Kasher. He knows the Simcha should be first, and he's right. Tadaraba, the Honorable Danny Danone, uh, uh, Israeli ambassador to the United Nations. He really, to say, to say he's made the most of that position is an understatement, and uh, we love having him on and getting his, his perspective on what's happening in this world. Friday morning broadcast on this JM and the AM Friday morning, Erev Pesach.